Yes, yes. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you again. Thank you again for joining Motivate to Elevate for another week on my podcast. You know, as always, I appreciate you all being here because you could be anywhere, but you chose to be here with me. Um, 67 episodes as of today and this topic, whew, and I know I say this about all my topics, but I'm really loving this topic. And this came about um, through just having a conversation with a friend of mine. And we were speaking about relationships and people understanding each other and speaking the same language. So this evening we are speaking on, do men really understand? And yes, I fall under that category. So I am putting myself out there, but we're gonna have a great conversation. And before we start, I have a wonderful guest that's gonna help me engage in this topic. Uh, Lisa, welcome to the show. Can you please introduce yourself? Sure thing, love. Thank you for having me. Um, quick little thing about me. I am working on my doctorates. I'm getting it in educational leadership and management. I'm currently working as a home instructor. And I also have my own tutoring business on the side for kids K to 12. And I'm a mommy to two awesome boys, 11 years old and eight and a half. And oh, congratulations wow. on your show, by the way. Ah, thank you very much. I greatly appreciate it. Um, and I know you said you're raising two young men. So, you know, this question may really come up in your household, right? Um, <laughs> they still you, don't get it. <laughs> they still don't get it, right? Don't worry, give them some time. They got years <laughs> to understand. And I think that's what's so great about this conversation and this topic. Um, and I, I'm actually reading a book right now. And it's called You Just Don't Understand women and men in conversation. And I honestly, Lisa, don't think it's intentional sometimes. Although I do feel sometimes men, we do know, and we just act like we don't know, right? Um, Absolutely. And I think it's a, it's a, it's a fine line. And I, I noticed one of the things that's key in communication, I mean, excuse me, that's key in a relationship is communication. What are your thoughts about um, effective communication between two individuals that are in a relationship? Sorry about that. Um, I think the best thing, though, when you're really looking at communication is people just have to be able to understand, you know, how they always talk about those love languages. And I think Mm -hmm. that's applicable to just any relationship, not just like husband and wife, boyfriend, girlfriend. Like you have to understand what people really like and what they don't like, because there's people that that are out there. And even looking at my boys, like I can yell at one, but one of them just is totally not receptive to the yelling but the other one, it's just like, my oldest is always like, I got to yell at him for him to really get it. But I mean, communication, you got to just meet people at their level, wherever they're at. You know, you know, you made a very good point, meeting someone where they're at, right? And sometimes we hear, oh, you just don't understand me. And mm-hmm. one of the things I, I find interesting is that before someone can understand someone else, they have to first understand themselves, right? Absolutely. How, how can you give to someone else how can you be there for someone else if we don't know who you are you know um and i know this has taken place in many households and even i've heard it over years not saying now but i've heard it like you know you, you should know you should know what i like you should know what i want and then sometimes guys we put in a position where we feel like we're kind of being a psychic in a sense and as opposed to hearing the person or your partner saying it's not about you being a psychic but it's about you understanding my needs, right? Yeah. And 
I, I think we get defensive sometimes when you're like, oh, we, not- sorry, yeah. we as in men or women or just people in general. I think people in general do get defensive, right? But mm-hmm. now specifically about men, when we often hear, you should know what I want or you should know what I like. Sometimes it's like, yeah, but I feel like you wanted something different last week. But yeah. now maybe for this week. So can I just ask you or or should I just go with the assumption? Because you know what happens when we assume, right? Are we allowed to say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's after 10 o'clock. But they know. You make an ass out of you and me. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I'm a person that believes in just asking um, as opposed to just assuming. Um, of course. Now, the professional hat the social worker hat says to me that once you do know who you are, I feel that you can be the best version of you towards someone else. And but you can walk that. Go ahead. Do, do you ever really know who you are? I mean, I'm, and I'm talking about like even us, we're in our 40s now. And it's just like, hey, hey, think hey, about hey, who hey, you hey, were like even 10 years ago. Okay. <laughs> my 40s. Don't be speaking for me. Don't be putting my age out there. I'm whopping 25. <laughs> You don't, you don't like the same things that you've liked even five years ago, even, you know, three years ago. Like, and, and I think what people have a hard time with is that we always just assume that because you spend time with somebody that they just are supposed to know who you are. But unless you're communicating that, you're not going to know any of that. Like the, the, the likes that I've had or the things that I've grown or evolved to now are just definitely different than what they were before. That is true. You and you said something and that you said evolve, right? You you change mm-hmm. over time. Absolutely. You know, and, and from year to year, which you would may have worked for you five years ago may not be the same. Um mm-hmm. uh, to this point. But you also said something where you have to be able to communicate express yourselves. And mm-hmm. h- how does our society, in your view, um see men um that express themselves? See men that express themselves? Yes, see men. How do they view men that express themselves, unfortunately? How does society view men as that? In in the whole. It's not saying it's right or saying it's wrong, but go ahead. I I think it's definitely like a negative thing. Like, oh, he's too sensitive or he's too Mm -hmm. into his own emotions and... And I don't think that's the, that's the truth of it. And unfortunately, like when you have women that think like that or people that think like that, it, it causes men to just want to shut down because like as, as a man, you know, it's that assumption that you're supposed to be all man, all powerful, all rageful and, and all knowing and, and a leader at that. So you're supposed to be able to guide and direct and everyone's supposed to be able to follow that. But then you have someone come to you and say, but you're not meeting my needs it kind of demasculates you. And, and as I mean, I'm, I'm not speaking as a man, obviously I can't, but I can see how that, how that can happen because not only society, but in your homes, you're expected to be a certain way. And if you're a woman or somebody else comes to you and says that you're not doing it, it's not happening. It can definitely take a toll on you. I think as a man. You're right. And, to your point, suppressing emotions and feelings can be incredibly detrimental to a man. Mental health, right? You, mm-hmm. you can't you can't cry. You're a man. Man up. And we teach our young men that it is a weakness to cry. And I think the narrative should change. You should be able to be vulnerable and say, you know what? This bothers me. This hurts me. 
and express yourself because like a soda bottle, when you when you shake it, right, because you're holding it all in, eventually it's going to explode. Mm-hmm. And allow I, our young men, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I, I have a question about that, though, because I found that a lot of men nowadays, and I, I, want, I don't want to necessarily say it's a generational thing, but I'm going to stick with like even men in our age group all the way down they will tend to be more vulnerable and more open to a male counterpart as their friends than they are with a woman. Hmm. Now, I don't know if you've seen the same, but it's hmm. kind of like, you know, women can, we, we can just be all over the place. Like we'll tell our best friend, we'll tell our girls and, you know, he did this or he did that. And then we can also tell you the same thing. But I, I find that men are just more able to open up, especially if you, you guys have like grown up with someone and you have friends, you know, from way back. I, I mean, to your point, I think is extremely um, pointed and valid that when you're around your boys and your friends, you, you can be more free, right? Because mm-hmm. you're probably going through the same challenges. I, I was at the <laughs> supermarket this morning. You trying to say that us women are challenging? No, no, same challenges <laughs> in general, same struggles, same, um, um, you know, new endeavors. <laughs> Are we trying to catch me out there? No, but I was in the challenges and struggles. I got it. All right, you got it. Yeah, of course you got it. All right, no, but I was in the supermarket this morning, and I heard this guy. He probably is in his fifties and sixties, and his wife was pushing a shopping cart. He said, "Oh my goodness, I keep telling her she needs to write a list, and she goes, she does this, and she sends me here, she sends me there." He said, "Oh, if I was in the store, I would just come in and I would come out." And I laughed because I said, this is a conversation going on across America, probably across <laughs> the world, <laughs> where men <laughs> go shopping with their wives or, or their partners, <laughs> significant others, saying, you know, if I was here, I'd just come in and out. You say one thing, and we come back home with a thousand other things. And it's so funny, though, because no matter your race, I, I think the commonality um, and, the, and the things that we should always work on is effective communication. Sometimes mm-hmm. we, we don't listen to understand, we listen to respond. Yeah. Um, and I, I think, and that's not everyone, of course, right? Because to be receptive to others means that sometimes you have to check yourself, right? Mm-hmm. You ever have a conversation with someone, you know, they're not listening. They're just waiting to say something in response. Right, right. But you know what, like that goes without saying too. At the same time, like I'm, I'm a very reflective person but I'm also very reactive and it depends on, and it's probably an unfortunate thing could be depending on the mood I'm that I'm in. It could be depending on how busy I am at the moment, but there are times where yes, I can be reactive in that moment and I'll say something or I can be reflective and I won't say anything. And then it's one of those things where it's just like, well, why didn't you say something when it happens? But at the same token, and this is where that part comes in. Like do men get it? I don't think anybody gets it. Honestly, mm. because you, you've got to be able to kind of differentiate, is this the right moment to be reflective or reactive? And depending mm. again, like I can speak for myself, depending on my mood, I may not be either one and or one or the other. And that's just how it's going to come out. No, yeah, 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 absolutely right. Um, sometimes we are quick to respond as opposed to taking a step back and say, you know what, let me not address this right now. I have a friend that says all the time, you know what, let's just table this conversation. 
And they're like, no, no, let's finish it. No, let's table this conversation right now. <laughs> and that just means that they know themselves, right? Mm-hmm. It's say, speak when you're angry and you'll make the best speech that you ever regretted. And I think yes. that's so true um, because we always feel like we need to respond, right? And, mm-hmm. and, we, and what happens is when you respond, when you're upset, or you're not agreeing with someone, no one's going to hear each other. No one's going to hear one another, right? It's like, I just need to get my point out. You're going to try to get your point out. And at the end of the day, we're still stuck. Mm-hmm. We have to become comfortable with sitting with silence and saying that, you know what? This is your opinion. And this is my opinion. We may not agree, but you know, I think we have to still build on it. Um, and, and that's some of the challenges we have, not just in relationships, right? But in the world. Yeah. Working together, working in partnership, saying that, you know what, let's get through this most difficult time. Uh, I, I remember being a director, and when we had challenging moments, it was about mm-hmm. saying, okay, this is what we're going through together, so how are we going to resolve it? Because you could sit there all day and complain, right? Complain, mm-hmm. complain. I know people that are in relationships, they're not happy. They complain about it all the time, right? But what do they do But it's do like, about now it? what? What are you going to do? Absolutely. Tomorrow is going to be the same thing. And then the mm-hmm. next day is going to be the same thing. And then some people are like, it's my business. Granted, it may be your business. It may be your relationship. But when you tell everyone, you make us part of it. You know? So <laughs> and, and I think that's another thing. Keeping your, your situations, your relationships um, as such. Because when you start opening up to everyone, then everyone's going to have an opinion. Of course. Of course. If you don't have like opinions, work on your relationship. And there are times when some relationships can't be worked on, right? Lord. <laughs> say that again? I said Lord. <laughs> Lord, Lord. That's right. And sometimes you have to walk away. So, yeah. it, and it comes down to the question, right? I, I know the topic is do men really understand? The question is, do any of us really understand? And do we have the willingness to want to understand? Because I, I think we have the capacity to do so, but mm-hmm. capacity without the willingness will fall on deaf ears. And I think that's something that we need to do just in general as a society, work on that, working on understanding each other, not judging people, you know, you may be different than I, but I need to respect that and not go against it and to hear you. Now, I know you've been dropping a lot of jewels and a, and a lot of knowledge on my audience today, and you caught me out there, and I got you. But <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this. Um, as we close up this conversation, is there uh-huh. anything that you would like to say to the audience, um, any lasting words or words of wisdom or advice when it comes to um, like really understanding each other? I think first of all, like as individuals, you have to learn you as that person in the relationship, not only just standing alone, but standing with whoever you're next to. Even if it's a group thing, like if you're at a job kind of thing, like you, you have to understand and reflect on who you are and what, you, what it is that you want or how you wanna communicate that. And if you can't understand you, you're definitely not going to be any good to anybody else out there. Mm. If we was in church right now, I would say amen. Thank you very <laughs> much, 
Lisa, for helping me out this evening and joining me for this wonderful conversation. To my audience, thank you once again. And remember, please, let's motivate to elevate. Have a wonderful week, all.